The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 368 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... The Magistrate of Caravan City, Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, buddy, what's up? Gomez. I am the realest American. Oh, are you? Okay. You know, people like to go on social media and talk about their patriotism. And people like to go to the NFL and unfurl their 100-yard length flags. But that's all for show. (laughs) It is. I'm not for show. Mm -hmm. I'm about this patriot life. You know why? Because today I served my country for three and a half hours at jury duty. Oh, that's too short. Oh, no. (laughs) I finally went. They took me in. They made me sit there and wait. It's a lot of waiting. It's a lot of waiting, bro. And I listened to my favorite podcast, the Car Jomez podcast, available anywhere you get podcasts. And then I got called the first case of the day. They said, we need you. And I said, I know you do. And I'm here to serve. And I went. And as I waited again in the different hallway, (laughs) I eventually saw people walk out. And I saw someone say to someone else, okay, now stay out of trouble. And I said, oh, my God, they settled. I'm getting out of here. And I did. Ah, damn. But that's what I did for America. I love it. I mean, that's what better day can you ask for? You they go call there. me the Papa Smurf of patriotism. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> they say that. They say that man is the Nancy Sinatra of nationality. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good show. <laughs> Oh man, I was looking forward to hearing some some stories from jury duty, but this this is this is oh what a the like best that. part. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I didn't even have to get no bullshit subway sandwich for lunch. They let me go before lunch this time. It was spectacular. Yeah. Oh my god! And what is it? Six years? Eight years? What is it before you have to go back? They go, you're good for twelve months. I was like, twelve sounds a lot less than it should. Twelve, twelve months. What the fuck? I always what new rule was a minimum of four? Yeah, I've always heard like yeah. So I what twelve months? Oh man, I'm excited though. <laughs> Maybe next year. Ooh, baby. I'm at the point now where I'm like I may not be around long enough to do jury duty ever again. <laughs> I, if they said f- six years, twelve months, bro, you're gonna be around. You good? I don't know. Look at you. Your your fist. Look at that. Look at the shape you're in. Come on, bro. It's bad. <laughs> this is bad shape, like a pear. 
<laughs> I love a pear. Pears are delicious. They're horrible. No, they're so and good. And they're misshapen. That, what's wrong with a pear shape? I like a pear shape. Pear shape. Oh, my nice. God. It looks terrible. <laughs> it's like a fucked up potato. I like a brown pear. But the green ones are good, too. But brown, I like a I potato. I love a potato, not a sweet potato. We went, no, we a real that potato. That, a those real sweet potato. potatoes aren't real potatoes, but a baked potato with like some butter, some bacon bits, some melted mm. cheese, sour cream, mm. loaded, as we say on the streets. The best. Love a loaded. Loaded anything. <laughs> Man, when they decided, guys, why does the potato get all the fun? Let's load some other things up. Oh, what a great day. Loaded mashed potatoes. Loaded, loaded fries. Loaded tots and fries. I oh. love it. Give me. Give I'm a big tots guy. Tots don't get love enough tots. play. Yeah. I just had tots for dinner. So good. Oh, mm. that sounds like a good dinner. That was it. That was dinner, right? Just tots. That was it. I mean, I ate a lot of tots. I did. I, <laughs> you know, because when you when you make a tots, especially a big tray for the whole family, you know, you, you got to leave it You have to overcook. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I got to taste it. I got to make sure the food is right. Make sure it's the right consistency, right? You want a little nice crispy, but not too crispy, not too soft. It's got to be perfect. So I feel sometimes when it's dinner time, I'm not really hungry because I've You're been the eating the whole time. Potato tots. <laughs> Bouncing from one side of the tray to the next until it's just You do. Right. You got to make sure the oven is distributing that heat nice and evenly. I can't have the back row getting all toasty and the front. What are we doing? We can't have that, bro. Come on. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to smash that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review wherever it is that you're listening to this. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And listen, if you will go and leave us a five-star review, I would appreciate that. And I'll send you one of the few remaining signed Car Jomez 8x10s from both Gomez and myself as a token of our appreciation. That would be really swell. We would like reviews. Also, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, check it out on YouTube. Maybe you want to watch facial reactions and a bunch of shorts, a bunch of clips, a bunch of stuff. So be a pal. Smash the subscribe button over there. Maybe watch a couple of things because everything helps. And we're trying to get to the point where I could quit my miserable job and then just do jury duty and podcast for life. (laughs) Oh, that's what I would say. You, you, everyone should want jury duty, right? Everyone's like, work sucks. So hang out at jury duty for a week, bro. I it's fun. Say, listen, I don't want to spend a week there, but <laughs> I went, I did my day, yeah, and day then off. it went so well that I was like, oh my god, this is so nice. But they made me get there at seven thirty in the morning, so I was like, I gotta go home and take a fucking nap now, and I did. A right in the middle of the day nap, and it was stupendous. Love to hear it. Gomez literally just woke me up like 15 minutes ago. It's great. (laughs) It's time to record, buddy. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, But Gomez hit the breaking news music. Breaking news. What's going on this week, bro? What we got? Gomez, there's a lot of news, and it's a little different type of news than we're used to. Usually I come here oh. with some, some cool new food items and stuff, yeah, but yeah, make me we got to talk a little sports right now. All right. I like sports. 
Okay, the baseball season's over. I don't yes. think it ever actually happened or existed. Oh, it's boy. probably just a mirage. So who the fuck cares? Um, but we had the death of Tim Wakefield this oh. past week. He was suffering from brain cancer, apparently, and yes. wanted to do this very privately and keep it under wraps until a few days before his death, his former teammate and all-around jerk-off, Kurt Schilling, comes out on his own podcast and hides behind the defense of his Christianity. Hides oh behind God. the defense of his prayer. Because he even says, I don't even think he wants this out there, but I'm a man of faith and I'm a man of prayer. Yeah. So I want to put... And I'm like, man, go fuck yourself. And this yeah. is why people like me hate religion even more than they already do it's one thing it's just to like not practice and not give a fuck but it's these fucking pieces of shit human excrement like kurt schilling let me put it out there if i haven't made myself clear enough kurt schilling is a scumbag piece of shit human being he swindled the state of delaware for fucking millions oh, and millions right. of dollars on his failed business yes, his, right. his political views aside take out of it but the fact that he fucking advocated for lynching of journalists and now this someone who was supposed to be his teammate someone supposed to be his friend who his wanted friend, to die yeah. in peace in privately and for the last few days of his life did not get that luxury because kurt schilling needed to hide behind the guise of christian Christianity to make the story about himself. So Kurt Schilling, you could go fuck yourself, pal. I knew he did that. I did not know that whole Jesus angle. Wow. Just just oh, he's a man of prayer. Up. So he needed to put it out there in the world. Oh my God. Wow. Fucking Kurt Schilling, bro. <laughs> oh. Speaking of jerk offs, Gomez. Oh, here we go. Trevor Bauer. Remember Trevor oh, Bauer? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, picture. At one point, he was uh, close to becoming a Met, signed a very lucrative deal with the, the Dodgers. Now, he had this reputation as always being somewhat of a, uh, I don't know what's Surly. the word. A free spirit, surly, having a certain attitude towards yeah. women. He always had this reputation. And when he goes to the Dodgers, he signs what is effectively the biggest uh, yearly average annual value contract in Major League Baseball history at the time, over $40 million per season. Crazy. And, well, that's where, where the salaries is. No, going. no, I'm just saying, yeah. You it's, know, just... it's just, but he's the guy who, who set the bar the for guy, that yeah. moment. And almost immediately, stories start yes, coming out instant. about some kind of sexual abuse, possible uh, uh, rape, uh, you know, like very serious allegations. Yes. And right away, we're met with graphic photos, graphic messages, all, all this stuff going on. And it's hard when you see that kind of stuff to almost be like, Okay, like you, you want to believe the victims, right? You want to trust victims. Sure. You want That's people to come out when they are actively, um, when something is is done to them in such a manner. And today, because these uh, impending litigation suits have been closed, and Bauer retained his right to speak publicly about it, he went on the offensive showing text messages from the girl who was suing him and accusing him of all this shit where she was making it very well known that this was purely a cash grab and she was going sp specifically for his money. 
And now I sit here and I go, listen, Trevor Bauer may be a jerk off, but this bitch fucking went out of her way to fucking just try and ruin this dude's life. And that is and he got nothing out of it because the, she has no fucking money of her own. Yeah, she's nobody. She's no matter. Yeah. It's just some Crazy. girl trying to get fucking rich from doing nothing. Crazy story. Bro. And it's fucking it, that infuriates me because now what it does is yes, put into question time. whenever the next person comes out. The next, and says, yes, the next time. Yep. Don't forget. Remember what happened to Trevor Bauer. Exactly. It's always it's 100%. A hundred percent. Now, was this the only allegation? Like, because I remember, I don't. I this remember is the only one trouble. that came in this... front of court. Okay. Because there I, have I been other things that they said, like, there's okay. no evidence here. Okay. Because I just, I remember he got in trouble. I didn't know if it was a whole bunch of shit or just this one. But this was the one main one. Pretty crazy. This guy's pitching in fucking Japan right now because yeah. he's been, you know, ostracized from the game. It's pretty shitty, you know, to deal with that. Oh boy. That is fucking absolute bullshit. And that it infuriates me for multiple sides, right? Because like you have this guy and you're like, okay, he's kind of an asshole, whatever. Like people can be assholes. Plenty of assholes. The world takes everyone, right? Yes. Yeah. There are plenty of assholes who aren't overly terrible. And it's just now this other person, this woman who makes these accusations now for the people who are affected by real scum of the earth humans who do have shit happen to them now it is infinitely harder for them to go forward and tell their story and have people believe them and that's where the that fucking burns me man I really get fired up about that shit yes I see it's it's, it's understandable it is real shitty but let's talk about something happy now like I just wanted to get that out like uh, because no, it's breaking I get to come news. on here and yeah. vent, and it's very new, and it's you know, it's in yeah. within the scope of. I mean, we talk about everything here, but everything. I, like I really get fucking man, that shit fucking burns me. The fucking Kurt Schilling shit burns me. Like, it's, mm. god damn it! But I want to talk about something burn. happy or something. Yeah, maybe not necessarily happy. Maybe oh, Gomez shit. may even have a problem with this. Oh, what the flip? What this took a turn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gomez, how do you feel about the rated R superstar oh. Adam <laughs> Copeland? Oh, it was, it was it was even though like all the rumors they've all pointed to this and everything, but when the music hit, he got to keep his music because it's a real song from a real band. WWE don't own that shit, and they just re-recorded. You think you know me? It's like they even did that shit. Like it was crazy. Once that, it was like this is pretty awesome. Uh, you know, do I love Edge? I like him a lot. You know, there's been a lot of good Edge and a lot of, you know, I could take or leave some of it. But to see him make the jump like that, it's very exciting to see someone of that caliber do that's, that. That's the thing that gets me. This isn't just some, this isn't just a mid-card guy who's getting yeah, released. Someone who got released, yes. Like, this is when Kurt Angle made the jump to TNA and everybody kind of, perked up and was like oh wait wait one second like this is a top 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 guy and i don't want to sit here and say i'm the biggest edge fan either i think my thing with edge is just that i wasn't a kid at the time like when edge was in his prime doing all his all his main stuff i i like edge i think edge has always been very good he's been entertaining 
It's just as as Edge was entering his prime, I was at a different point in my life where these guys stopped seeming larger than life to me. And I always felt um, kind of like what I said about Triple H. Like Triple H was the guy who worked with the guy. That's 100%. how I've kind of always felt That's about Edge. Edge. Um, yeah. And yet when it comes down to like, oh, make a list of top 10, top 15, top 20 or whatever – Edge is always a guy I tend to forget about almost. And like now I recognize that because it's happened multiple times where people have brought that up like, oh, you you haven't mentioned Edge. Edge and Randy Orton seem to be the two guys yeah. where I constantly forget. And I just think that has to do with where my level of fandom was during their peaks. So this is not meant to be a, like me shitting on edge by any means um the fact that they got the music is great because music is so identifiable and it's what yes. makes so much of that original pop worth it but i will say i even with the rumors i never thought he would make that jump at all it just seemed he was a wwe guy and if he wanted to do anything he would just do it in wwe it seems but apparently uh he, you know, here he has more creative freedom. WWE, you know, they use him, but you know, he is. He's on the back, the back nine of his career here. You know, he's yeah. come back from retirement of never wrestling again, and he's had a pretty, pretty good career after this. Like, you know, he's been around for a couple of years now, and he's had some great matches, some good moments. So, you know, I feel I get it that they're like, we don't want to pay you all this money. You know, you know, we're not really in our plans here. But I they also it. didn't want to use him in almost a full-time capacity, which is really what he's yes. looking for right now. What appears. That too, yes. He wants to wrestle. He wants to do things. I guess he's, you know, he's trying to probably make up for that lost time, right? He lost a lot of years not being able to wrestle. So now he's like, hey, I, I feel good. I want to go. He's excited to have these new matchups with some people. It's probably, I mean, you know, he's in good shape. He looks he good. He's still edge. I mean, obviously, you would think he's probably... 45 46 47 ish around there i, I don't oh, know for man. sure obviously there's a level where you you know you lose a step but it's not like it's so dramatic it's not like he's doing the king kong bundy on the indies tour in 1998 at this point you know Edge these will guys turn today, 50 this year oh wow yes i mean it looks great it looks incredible he looks pretty damn age, good but, yeah. but especially for 50 but this is the big difference when when i was going to indie shows like the, those guys probably back then were 49, 48, 50, Yes, 51. the business has definitely changed. You know, and you look at the guys I was going to see on the indies like Brutus Beefcake or uh, Greg Valentine or King Kong Bundy. Or, and they all, Tito Santana even. Tito was always in relatively good shape, but he looked like an older man. Like Edge, yeah. he looks grizzled, but I don't think he looks like beaten down. And it's not no. like he's doing the farewell tour. No. Definitely not. That's that's the thing. He doesn't want to do the farewell. He wants to be in there. Make say he wants to. He's going to be there every week. You know, doing promos, doing matches. I think he has a match lined up against Luchasaurus in a week. You know, so he's getting in there. He's just that's he's a he's weird guy. one to start with. Hey, listen, I know, but it makes sense because he's coming in against Christian, Christian and Luchasaurus. They've been a thing. See, now so. this is something. He's coming in against Christian, and it's yes. just like. I guys, know they didn't pay all this, all this money to be doing a few of the Christian. Like, let's go. Guys, Get with the big not boys. even that. Not even that. <clears throat> At some point, pro wrestling does not get the same 
carte blanche like a TV series does. Like Courtney Cox gets to be Monica on Friends and then go home and be Courtney Cox. And then she could go be the fucking reporter and scream and she could do all these things and have a real life that doesn't intersect with what she's doing. Like, it's not like she has to date Chandler in real life. Pro wrestling does not get that benefit of the doubt. We know you're friends with Christian. Stop this bullshit where you're feuding with Christian. Like, it's it's not going to work. It never does. When everybody knows what your life is, I, and I know it's like, oh, we all know it's a work. Pro wrestling is not the same as the rest of entertainment. It's just not. And it until further, you know, announcement, it won't be. This is just the way it is. And I go back all the time. Matt and Brian did a feud in Impact where they were fighting each other, but doing a podcast together every week. Oh, but people know it's a work. It doesn't matter. Did nothing. It did nothing for either one of them. It did nothing for the company. It just so bringing Edge into feud with Christian. Why? So we could all take pictures of them at Waffle House together at fucking two in the morning after a fucking dynamite taping. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess it's just a way to ease them into into the company here. Because where else would you debut Edge? Right? You got you're gonna put them right in the title picture. No, you know, something no, like that. I, I, so I, I figure, it, like this, kind of eases them in, gets them the there, Lucha and then they could take them. Fine, but it's just no. Everyone knows he's not here to fight with Christian. Yeah, like, no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Stop, like that. I don't think it. I think it's a quick, just kind of here we go. Like, trust yeah. me, he's not fighting for this this TNT title. I, I don't think so. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> so, I hey, mean, I don't. Good. I would be surprised if Edge ever wins. Like the title? No, yeah, I'm sure he'll wrestle for it once. But I'm sure twice, he'll but, yeah. do a couple matches with MJF or at some point down the line if they continue to run with him. Yes. A lot of Adams on that roster now, though. Yes, perfect for Roddy Strong. Adam! It's the best. You know, it's the best. Roddy Strong is on fire right now, baby. Roderick, personality. I wish Roderick Ooh. Strong was on fire. I've been wishing for of 20 bitch. years that Roderick you Strong was on fire. He's killing it, bro. He's killing it. I wish he was. <laughs> he's, number, he's like number three on my Kazarian list for just wrestlers that make my eyes bleed. Just, oh, I mean, just absolutely awesome terrible list. to watch. From awesomeness. that That's what it is. Your eyes can't handle how great oh. it is. <laughs> That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the pay-per-view was good. AEW, Wrestle Dream. I heard stuff. a lot of mixed things about it. It was good. Uh, it had a lot of hype going in because it's like, whoa, look at this card. But, I mean, I got my match. I got my Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. match. And, whoo! Not for me. Jablamo all over, baby. Fantastic. So, I'm happy. I was a happy boy. Hey, that's, that's one of those. If you are a fan of, like, the sport type of wrestling... Sure, go ahead. I I won't even attempt to watch it because it's I know it's not for me. That's fine. Yeah, I get it. It's not for a lot of people. I get it. Matt wrestling holds counters. I get it. I love it. It was good shit. So I was I, happy. I haven't seen Zack Saber Jr. in a, in a long time at this point. So it's really unfair for me to critique what he's been doing nowadays. But I remember one of the last times I seen him, I just I thought everything he did just looked weak. And it became so hard for me to buy into him as this 
technical wizard because everything just looked it looked weak it looked very rehearsed it just i i so maybe things have changed once again i'm not gonna watch it i know it's not for me so why watch something i know i'm not gonna like i think you still say that there's still times it's sometimes you know some of those spots it looks a little with all the reversals sometimes it looks a little little rehearsed like oh, okay and then we just i get it i get it i get it Gomez, I want to follow up on something we actually a couple things we talked about last week. You mm. brought up that Tiny Toons Luniversity yes. had debuted on HBO Max, and I said I owe it to myself. Sure, to check I'm excited. This out. Yeah. So it's 13 episodes, all available, one yes. shot. Everything is up there. I've watched three. Okay. It is definitely not the greatest thing ever. I also don't think it's bad. It's okay. It's it's new. I don't necessarily like a couple of the voices because they're yes. strange. Now that Buster and Babs are and and all the characters really are, they're aged up a little bit. Yes, true. So they've got a little bit deeper yes. voices. Everyone's voice little... is different. Like they're kind of doing their own things. Like I'm kind of doing it, but not really. Like you know. So exactly, yeah, it's it. trying to harken back, but not really. Yeah. And I thought it was fine. I'll probably keep watching it when I'm in the mood for like, oh, you know, like, what do something I feel like? like? Oh, you know yeah. what? I'll throw an episode of this on. Let me just see where they're going with it. Sure. It's not something I feel you need to be actually committed to, though. No. But to have some Tiny Toons back, I was even the Buster and Babs as brother and sister thing doesn't really bother me. The way it's they fun, were yeah. doing it, the way it was going, you know, they got that twin thing where they don't want to be apart. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. now they're starting to feel themselves a little yeah, bit of course so, college all right yeah. so that was tiny tunes i would say definitely it's worth checking out if you were like a yeah, tiny I, tunes yes fan. i think you should see it if you grew up with it and it's interesting to see what they're doing with it always you know always check that new stuff out and uh the next thing i want to talk about is the sixth john wick movie oh yeah Con- okay continental episode two sticking with it okay which Listen, they must have listened to last week's podcast because they shaved down the time this week. Oh, okay. It's normal. To one hour and 19 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. And I'll be honest with you. I said last week it was fine. It was okay. It's just very This long. one's not. Uh-oh. This one fucking sucked. Oh, no. This one was long. It was fucking boring. I found myself like almost completely unable to stay focused on watching this show. Just so fucking boring. There's What's happening of, in this show? Is it like, is there a lot of talking? It's a, a lot of explaining, a lot of explaining shit. It's not even a lot of explaining. It's character builds. Okay. And it's Winston. Mm-hmm. We, before he's in charge of the Continental. He's like some guy who has a relationship with Mel Gibson, who's the head of the Continental at this point. Okay. But Winston's brother tried to steal from the high table. Uh oh. So now he's dead, but the thing he stole is still missing. Okay. Now Winston is trying to raise his own army to take out the people who killed his brother. Sure. But those people are still coming back because they're trying to get this item back. Okay. And I assume it's going to conclude with Wilson, uh, with Winston's rise to prominence as and becoming the head of the <laughs> Continental. But how many fucking movies can they do with these? Like, I think there's one episode left. I think it's only to be three. Yeah, but 
if it doesn't end like that, yeah, what, exactly. what are we doing? <laughs> Got to come back for next year. That's like another. going to see Rise of the Sith and Anakin doesn't turn heel at the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, you got to come back, bro. It's a three-parter. <laughs> they would do that now, right? That's uh, They would cut it into two parts. Like, like, wait, hold on. It's like Mel Gibson laying on the floor in New York City. Winston, you were my brother. So it sounds like I'm not missing anything with this You're show. Not that. At all. Maybe unless, I'm not gonna watch it at all. <laughs> unless this final chapter is sure. an absolute banger, right. I don't think you need to watch this. I mean, like I said, child, maybe we'll see. If you watch the next one, I'll I'll go off of what you say. If it's good enough, because it's like five hours. Point. It's right, like this. This is already. <laughs> we're at three hours of runtime, legitimately. Yeah. And so now it's going to be at least another hour and something. So it's going to be four or five the hours. Finale, well, make it three hours. Why it's not? It's got to be a double, <laughs> double packed episode. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Don't watch it, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, if you're really into that world, go right ahead, right? If but- you're, how about if you're enjoying it, let us know. Tell us. May, you know, maybe you could sell it to where I go. Oh, maybe Joe's not sell- selling it right. Maybe I'm gonna because enjoy I think it. the first chapter is relatively interesting because you're okay. I know this character into this world and he's stuff, supposed yeah. to be here, and there's this stuff going. But you know, but the second one is just all right. Now we're gonna start a war, and now we're gonna start a war, and now we gotta find guns, and now these people are pissed, and they want to find guns, and it's just so. It's like make something happen. Let something happen. It just felt like we're building, we're building, we're building, we're building. We're... At some point, you, you can't build for an hour and a half. Like, I don't I don't have that in me. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. Scratch it off. <clears throat> mm, got any, uh, any more stuff for me here, Joe? I just got two big movies that I've Ooh. indulged in this week. <laughs> So I don't know like, if you have anything else you want to sneak so, in right now. So, like, like I've mentioned, I've really only watching horror stuff. Like, I'm not like I've been any extra time is horror. So, I get actually the only other thing I watched was Ahsoka. Did you watch Ahsoka? You ready? For I did. The I did watch Ahsoka. It's good. Things ended a little too happy, right? It's a little too nice. Like, because we got an episode that's supposed to end the season, and it's a little too happiness going. So, I'm wondering how crazy we're gonna get, bro. I'm excited. I am excited. I am. I like I said, and we've spoken about this where the first two episodes that they released at the same time felt kind of slow. Once I got into it, though, I felt like, okay, like this is great. I'm in. Like, let's roll. And now I don't know, man. I I don't trust this Sabine. (laughs) I just don't trust her. I mean, you know, she 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 was shady already. Well, who's gonna say she's not gonna do it? Exactly. So I get it. Mm. But definitely, we are getting a season finale that is not going to wrap up shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you you know, there's so much going on that it's just like, maybe we'll wrap up one thing. Like, I guess probably we'll end maybe with, like, Thrawn is finally He's gone. getting like, off the planet. Like, he's off the planet. Like, oh, no, Thrawn is, is back. And it's like, oh, okay. And then we'll lead into what, season two of the movie. Also, the, the, the Senate has to be you know, bad or you know, yes, yes, we need to start getting the yes, the reversal there. So, yeah, so just the soaker, that's it, and then some horror movies. The only thing I would shout out is uh, 
I watched this one movie. I was a little disappointed. It's this movie called Till Death Do Us Part. Let me read you the synopsis, right? It sounds like a good idea, I think, here, right? It says here, after bailing on her wedding, a former bride-to-be must fight off her ex-groom and seven angry killer groomsmen in order to survive the night. Right? So it's like a Scott Pilgrim kind of horror movie, it sounds like, right? But she's got to fight her new husband and the seven evil exes. Well, she no, she bailed on the wedding. So now the husband's oh, okay. like, oh, you don't marry me. Now me and my boys are going to get you, right? That's how I took it, reading the synopsis. That's what, yeah, but, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But as soon as the movie starts, you right away know, even though they don't tell you until later on, but it's not like it's a, a secret, really. They're like letting you know that there's something more to it. It seems like they're kind of like assassiny, like hitman type of people. And so that kind of changes the dynamic of the, the movie, right? Now it's, I wouldn't even call it a horror movie. It's kind of just like an action movie, an right? Action movie, it's a, yeah. Right. And now these like seven people are trying movie. to, like a trying to get in. Yeah. Like, so they're trying to get in and get her. So, like, I was very disappointed in that because that's, that's not the movie. Tell me they're these assassin people. And then I'll be like, eh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. But a horror movie like that, that sounds good. That was a great idea. I love it. A Scott Pilgrim horror movie. Sign me up. Nope. Not what I got, bro. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but I'm sure you'd put it on a list for me at some point. <laughs> yes, exactly. If that if this movie was good, this is definitely something I would have been like, oh, Joe, let's add this to the list here. It sounds interesting. I hope, like I say, I'm always trying to find interesting things, right? Maybe you'd be interested in this. So let me tell you one more movie. You want to hear one more movie, Joe? Yeah, I want to hear it. It's called Good Boy, okay? <laughs> this movie. It's about an evil dog. You want me to? Let me read you the synopsis for this one. You ready, Joe? Okay. <laughs> Christian, a millionaire heir meets Ingrid, a young student on a dating app. They hit it off quickly, but there's only one problem. Christian lives with Frank. A man who dresses up and constantly acts like a dog. <laughs> so you watch the trailer and it's like, oh, these two people are having a good time, right? And then she wakes up from a nice night and there's a fucking dude in a dog suit sitting at the bed, like just like, <laughs> like watching them. And so then the movie is about what's going on with this dog person and is she going to be into <laughs> it and stuff like that. This one's on VOD. If you find it, you're gonna have to pay for it. But it's 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 good. I like weird shit like this. So this is definitely one of them weird ass movies. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I kind of am interested. Oh, I'll send it to you, babe. We'll hook it up. Yeah, and you know what? On second thought. <laughs> Next week, folks. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so that's it. That, that's it. I've watched all the stuff. Good, bad, but those are two standouts that I felt I needed to say something about. Well, Gomez, I spent this weekend taking in the celebration of Saw Patrol weekend. I fucking love it. I said, you know what? I had so much fun during Barbenheimer. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. If there's one thing I love, it's toys and explosions. And Barbenheimer Weekend gave it to me. And I said, I know something similar is going to be coming my way with Saw Patrol Weekend. 
So I said, you know what? I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see Paw Patrol. And Gomez said, I got to watch Saw. So yeah, this is baby. a good way for me to embrace the celebration, right? Be part of the cultural yes. landscape. Always good to do that. So I know nothing about Paw Patrol. I'm very excited to hear about this. Because even the little people in my life were like a little too old for Paw Patrol. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they were more blues clues than, you know, they kind of grew out of it. So they got different things now. So I know nothing about this thing going in. Except that it's a bunch of dogs. I didn't know that they have occupations. I just thought they were like dogs who did cosplay. No. Everyone has a different thing. Yeah. Fireman. Yeah. yeah, So there's Chase and he's on the case. And then there's (laughs) Sky. And then I don't know what the fuck they're named. Toots and Bailey. I think think everyone's got a dog named Bailey nowadays. Zuma, Rubble. (laughs) Come on. We know. So let me read this description to you. This is called Paw Patrol. This is a sequel. Yes. Paw Patrol, the Mighty movie. Yes, see, because okay, so let me explain something. Nope, so, nope. I'm gonna explain okay, it to you. You explain. I'll okay. You explain it, and then I'll tell you about it. I'm gonna explain it to you because I've done some research. Okay, tell me. So, a magical meteor crash lands in Adventure City and gives the Paw Patrol superpowers, transforming them into the Mighty Pups. And this is rated PG, which is very different because. I would just assume a movie for children this young, and it is for, it feels like it's for a very young demographic here. It is, yes. I would assume it's for rated uh, rated G. But we get a Dora the Explorer short that leads into it, which was uh, cute and fun and and quick. And this is basically like the Paw Patrol going through their own Infinity War movie. And they get the stones, and they each get a power, and then, uh, you know, a Thanos-like person wants to take it from them and keep all the power for herself. Yes. But <clears throat> uh oh. Joey Hudson, who listens to this show, we call him the the Minnesota Miracle Man because cheering for the Vikings all these years, it's a miracle you haven't hung yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Hudson <laughs> Why do I always pick on the Vikings here? I don't even know like why that's a thing. No, they fucking but... suck. That's... <laughs> hey, they won this weekend for the first Finally, time. the first win of the year. Yeah. Celebrate. Uh, Joey Hudson thought I was joking that I went to see the Paw Patrol movie. And he said, would you like my review? And I said, I would love it because he has young children. He took his daughter to see this movie. And I said, no, I actually, I actually did see it. He's shocked. And he sent me an article to read. Gomez, there is a Paw Patrol multiverse taking place. (laughs) And I I assume this is what you were going to say. Tell me. That the movies do not exist in the same universe as the TV show. Because this storyline happened on a made-for-TV movie in 2018 called Paw Patrol Mighty Pups. And now that's kind of accepted as TV canon where they don't not necessarily that the Paw Patrol show is very epi- um, is uh, 
uh, has very continuous uh, storylines. It's very loose there, but they don't feel the need to reestablish that continuity whenever they bring back these uh, mighty pup segments to do the TV show. But here, and I guess in the first movie, which came out two years ago, happens in an alternate timeline now that has no relevance to the TV show. And I think that is absolutely insane. They're trying to keep everything separate, bro. It's like, what are we doing? It's a show about dogs who help people. <laughs> like, it's help. I'm stuck in the tree. Okay, here's the lat. Like, that's the fucking Fall Patrol episode. That's what it is. It's like, there's nothing crazy to it. <laughs> I couldn't believe, like, reading this article. And I'll, I'll link to it on social media if, if you guys want to actually check it out. Uh, yes, I want to hear about it. It is. It blew my mind because I'm watching this movie. And like I said, I knew nothing about Paw Patrol going in. And I'm watching it and I'm going, okay, this is like, I like kid stuff and cartoons yeah. and all that. But even this is like too young even for me. But I can appreciate that the people who the kids who are into this and their parents who have to watch it with them i'm like oh this is probably really good the, the people seem to be eating it up with a yeah. spoon in the theater we had a pretty good crowd in the theater the kids were nice. laughing at all the stuff it. they Love were it. into it Great. when uh during the door of the explorer thing there's a thing where dora turns to you and she goes now nah, i need all the kids to yell oh, this and those yeah. kids were yelling it love it fucking love it excellent you know, so they, they were into it. They were having a good time. So I left the theater thinking, wow, I, I, I guess that was pretty good. It, it, definitely not for me, but everyone there seemed to have a good time. And I didn't leave walking out going, oh, that, that fucking sucks. Like, I'm glad I don't have to watch any of that shit. Like, I was just like, oh, it's fine, whatever. But now when you tell me that this is a part of a, a larger multiverse, <laughs> I'm saying, what the fuck? It's so funny. See, I forgot that it was the uh, the superhero movie because the last one was just the regular Paw Patrol yes. movie. So I was like, oh, that's right. It's the fucking super... Because every once in a while, they're superheroes for no reason. It's yes. just like random, random, hey, it's a superhero episode. <laughs> it's so but funny. How I'm amazed that they were able to get away with basically recycling a whole storyline. Like, because you fix it up and you make it nicer, you know, you you expand it, you know, it's, it's added to it. Like, you know. what do they they just tell the people in the studio, like, oh, like I understand we did this as a made-for-TV movie five years ago, but this happens in a different universe. Uh, I'm sure they. I, I don't know the differences. I'll I'll do that. Let's look. We'll link an article. I'm sure there's an article that the says article I read. It it does break. Oh, down, has every difference. Oh, okay. Well, not like every difference, but it breaks down like how this, uh, how the first movie actually takes place in a different timeline, and it has a lot to do with the the heel, who's uh, the mayor of the town the mayor, or whatever. Yes. yes so it's oh, in this he's the mayor, but in this he's not the mayor, uh, oh. which indicates a different. Uh, oh, <laughs> there's a lot going on in the Paw Patrol. More than I have ever realized, but I'm still gonna give the movie a triple main man because I thought it was at least okay. Yes, it was the number one movie of the weekend, right? It was was the number one movie. This was not a big box office weekend at all. I thought I I genuinely thought both of these movies would have higher turnouts, and they didn't. Uh, Paw Patrol did come in first with 23 million, 
and then saw i think saw like to me this almost feels like shit in the bed although i know it's done on a small budget and i know these movies you know accrue throughout time saw did 18 million that's the second best opening of saw ever so is it really yeah now don't get me wrong i didn't expect 100 million out of saw yeah. but i i genuinely inspe- expected 25 30 million i, I thought first just, big just... horror movie of the season yeah, I don't know. It's always it's always done that, and it was the biggest was like the last one. Like so, it's like the last two that came out were the biggest openings, and I think it's on par with like the first one. So it's consistent. It's funny. I I would have thought more too, but then you see the numbers and they're like, oh, they're happy with it because this is this is right online with what it's supposed to be. Now we did have a third movie that was a new release this week called The Creator. Yes, I tried to get to and that, one. that was some kind of sci-fi movie. So you had your pick whether you wanted sci-fi or horror or family, whatever. The creator also made 14 million dollars. So, so that's so not a bad weekend, that yeah. Different from yeah, you know, there's not too huge a difference between one and three. And there's another movie that came out, came in number fifth this week, another new release called The Blind, which I have no idea what that is about. The blind, I don't know. But That's... Barbie finally kicked out of the top five all the way down to number 10. Yeah, because now it's on VOD. So now people just spending that money. Watch it at home, bro. Forget that shit. Yep. <laughs> Lugging those kids around. Oppenheimer still not on VOD, bro. Still not available to rent. It's crazy. Good. It's like, it's making his money. I believe he had something in his contract that there was supposed to be a window. Like, uh... You're not allowed to put this on VOD until a certain amount of time with the this and that. Because he's very like, you know, hey, mm-hmm. let me make my money, bro. I'm making adult movies. Come on. It's different. And he gets to call his shots, too. It's, he did. it's not that like was he's his, some yeah. first-time director that is going to get screwed here. Yeah. And that was his first movie with the, the new company. So, you know, they were giving him whatever. For, yes, you want to come make movies for us? Yes, sir. Here you go. Anything yeah. you want. There you go. Yes, you want to make a movie about an atom bomb for 100, like... <laughs> No one promised like we just gotta fucking do it, bro. We just gotta let him do it. It'll make some money back, and we'll be happy. Then he'll make maybe he'll make a better one the next time. There's no way, you know. Come on, it all worked out. They're like, Yes, I knew it all along. <laughs> Lying bastards. <laughs> oh, Joe. So you watched one half of this wonderful, wonderful weekend. Ooh, I'm so excited to hear about this second half, baby. <laughs> It's the season, the spooky snake season. Oh, baby, spooky snake season is in full effect here. Because we got a brand new Saw movie. Oh, baby. Saw X. Ooh, they're counting all those other ones. They're counting Spiral. They're counting that Chris Rock one. Because there's only seven Saw movies. Then there was the Jigsaw. Then the Spiral. And then this. So this is the 10th that is about the universe. But, uh, woo. Joey, Joey, Joey. You love the first Saw movie. This is essentially Saw 2. So I'm very excited to hear what you thought about seeing your boy John Kramer on the big screen for the first time. (laughs) 
Saw X Gomez, a sick and desperate John Kramer, travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer, only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Mm, I don't even know what the movie is about because I don't pay attention. So they give you a lot of information there. Cause that's a big reveal in the thing, you know, like, oh, shit. Yes. Oh, and they just give it away there. I, so I got to see the trailer now. Maybe they do that in the trailer, too. I don't know. But, uh, okay, I got to see. Obviously, I knew nothing going in. It's yeah, not like yes. I was looking for Saw updates. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, so I'm very excited because this movie, this movie for the first half, is it's like a regular fucking movie. You're watching a regular ass movie. Yeah, it's a drama. It's like a it's like wow, I was sitting there like okay, and then it's like, hey guys, don't forget we're a saw movie. We didn't forget, and then it like cranks the fuck up. And it's it so- takes way too long to get to that point, in my opinion. This uh, a, I can I get it. Hour movie, hour 58. I and didn't realize okay. It's just as you're watching it, and you're seeing him go through the the trials and tribulations of coming to grips with the fact that he has this terminal form of cancer and he's going to his meetings and he's researching and he's going to doctors and all this stuff. And he's, he's really going through it and and rightfully so. And it's just, okay, but like, what do we, like, when are we getting to the actual movie? Like, I know the the movie is not just going to be him going to get (laughs) to the uh, clinic experimental procedure. No, it's true. I was watching it and I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is interesting. I was like, this is an interesting saw because saw movies are not like this. Saw movies are usually to the point. There's a mystery going on. Uh, it's usually like continuation from the past one. Like every saw movie is about the last one. So there's always something going on. There's always a quick scene. There's always a trap. We get a trap and then we get, you know, 10 minutes of stuff going on. Then we get a trap. You know, so there's always something going on. This movie. Well, you're just hanging out with John Kramer, just chilling, having some coffee, just, you know, scribbling in a notepad. Now, we do get one scene early in the movie where he's at yes. like a hospital getting one of his his tests done. And he sees a, a janitor who's about to steal from a patient who is unconscious at the time. And Kramer has um, like a vision of what yes. he would like to do to this person. It's yes. not something that's actually happening, but it's something that he would like to see happen. And me, and you're going to, I'm going to be saying this throughout this movie. I am very squeamish. I do not yes. like gore. I, and I especially have a thing when it comes to eyes. I cannot oh, wear Jesus. contact oh, lenses no. because I don't like anything being around my eyes. I don't like touching my eyes or reaching. Like, I have a thing with eyes. So there is a oh. large portion of this movie. The first trap right away. The first trap right away. I couldn't watch it. I, 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 <laughs> there is, I would say, a legitimately probably 12 minutes, 15 minutes of movie time where I'm covering my face because I do not want to watch what's on screen. I don't that's, I don't I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I, I don't it like it. I don't want to see it. I and it just I I couldn't wait for this fucking thing to be over. That's that's a soul movie. It makes you uncomfortable. That's that's what they want. They want that oh that don't look that ah that squeamish 
cover your face 100%. That's what Saw's about, baby. <laughs> oh, listen, when so, like I said, I'm watching the movie, right? It's normal, and then when the Saw stuff starts happening, and uh, the lady with the, the leg, I'll just say the lady with the leg, mm-hmm. right? and I'm just like, oh, I feel so bad for Joe. I literally said that out loud to Kelly. Yeah. I was like. You know, I feel bad. like this is a rough movie. Like this is rough. Like I forget, I forget what a saw movie's like. Like this, this is this is rough for someone who's who's not into horror movies. And not only that, but everybody in the movie. Now John Kramer's going through it. He's dealing with terminal cancer. It's not like he's a good person. This is not the kind of person we should be feeling bad for. And yet, now I'm having to watch a movie. Where the bad person gets fucking scammed. And now I'm put in the position where they want me to cheer for him. For John Kramer. He has now become the protagonist of this film. And I'm sitting there going, no. No. Like, you can't do this to me. How dare you? This is the only movie that does that. He is not in the other movies. You know, he always he you know he always explains why he does it. He's you know, I'm helping you, blah 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 bullshit. But he is always the bad guy, and we're usually following a detective or like a family member who is trying to find someone. So yeah, this is a, a change of pace here, you know. But they, look, they make you feel bad, bro. That's pretty scummy to do to someone, bro. Fake surgery. Oh my god, Holy yeah, shit. like that was fucking wild. Apparently, there seems to be like a fan theory that. This is a tie-in to Saw 6. So where he goes to Norway to have his... Uh, he mm-hmm. gets turned down for a procedure because of uh, he gets denied insurance coverage that he wanted to go to Norway. Apparently, this is a tie-in with that, that he's seeking the same treatment because the father of this Cecilia Peterson is actually doing his stuff in Norway. So people think he's actually searching for the same thing here. That he ends up trying to lock down in Saw Six. Look at this! Oh yes, they had some callbacks here. See, so like uh, certain things in here, little callbacks, but you don't know because you haven't seen the movie. Correct. Like you, like you see Amanda is there. She was in the no, first had, one, but she was I, in the I, first one. I did find out she was in. The, I had zero yes. memory of her in the first. So one. she's in the first one. She's the one who survives the saw trap. The only one who survives. She gets out of the Blair Claw. And so uh, later on in the series, she becomes, you know, mm-hmm. John Kramer's apprentice. So this is just showing it the first steps of it. But like, that's a big reveal. And number two is that she's in on it and oh my goodness. And then she's supposed to take over and so and so like that. That wig, bro. Whoo, what a wig on her. That was some of the, <laughs> that was terrible because she had the short hair back in the day. And boy, that was. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it bothers everyone, but a wig like that, woof, I couldn't. I was like, this is some shit, bro. Put some money into this fucking department. What are we doing here? <laughs> Joe, did you have a favorite trap? Everyone usually has a favorite trap no. that they love. Oh, God, no, no. <laughs> uh, which one did you have to turn your face away the, late, the, the least? The first one or the least? Yeah, the least. Which one wasn't like the worst? Uh, probably you. the one that John Kramer ends up on with the kid Carlos, the, okay. the rack. That yeah, was probably okay. the the one that sure. least bothered it, me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the and uh, the the girl Gabriella who was hanging and she had yes, to she had the radio. Right. 
That one wasn't that as bad as the the okay. as the other ones. The ones with um the guy in the yeah having to conduct his own brain surgery. Yes, as crazy. well as the woman with the <laughs> leg. I just I, oh my god, absolutely not. <laughs> Those are but like I said, that is a normal response. That is how was your how was your theater? Was it was it full? Did you have people in there? No, you know what? Ah, uh, see that's upsetting. It was, that's what I wanted for you. So first off, I was surprised. Now, normally I say I like to go to early, the yes. earliest show possible. Yeah, 10, media. 11, yeah. Hell and yeah. sometimes for new releases, we'll even have early shows as early as 930. Whew, love for it. Saw, and I'm assuming it's because of the type of movie, obviously. Maybe, but yeah. the earliest showing wasn't until 140 in the afternoon. That's pretty crazy for the big and to release me, that, this week. That's yeah. late. Yeah, like at is. least that's, a, a noon, two, three showings. Yeah, you've yeah. shown twice already. So I was, I was like, oh my god, this place is gonna be packed. And I would say maybe it was a, like there was people there, but maybe a third full. So I, I wanted that for you. I went, I went opening night. I went Thursday night, nine thirty. So my shit was packed out. And everyone's doing the reactions that you would. You know, oh my! You, you yeah. could have heard a pin drop. The uh, oh yeah. wow, really? See, that's because uh, that's part of the fun is seeing who could take what. Because you know, like I said, there's some crazy shit going on in the movie, and a lot of people are like Joe, even if they are fans of horror, it's still like, oh shit, ah, and oh man, that sucks. I, I do not have up. a stomach for this shit at all. I don't want to see it. When he brings in the first guy who was the cab driver. And he's yeah. got the pipe bombs connected to his arms. Yes. And it's like, okay, you can either cut them out or and yes. I'm just, oh, nope. Nope. We are not doing this today. At one point I did consider leaving because oh, I man. I just I, get it. I, I don't yes. I don't like it's it. I don't want to see it. I get it. I get it. What uh how long would you last in a saw trap, Joe? Are you just finished? Are you even gonna attempt to to cut that bomb off your I, arm? I don't, or you... No, no, absolutely right? not. I, I, fun. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that shit. It's crazy. I but this is why I try to be a good person and only fucking <laughs> talk shit about Kurt Schilling. Right? This guy, this the the Asian janitor was stealing a man's watch. So you know what the 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 punishment is. Yeah. Your eyeballs get sucked out and oh. your fingers get fried. <laughs> oh man, let me hit some music. Oh, this is gonna be sad. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, Joe. Saw X. Ooh, baby. What do you What do you got here? <laughs> um. It's it's just not for me. I don't think this is terrible by any means, um, but it most certainly most certain it's it's very uncomfortable. I hated being there. I hated having to watch this movie. I will never ever 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 ask anyone to watch this movie. I will never ever 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 even attempt to want to watch this movie ever again. It was fucking horrible to have to be there and sit through. Now. On the other side of the coin, 
there are things in this movie. Obviously, the ingenuity that goes into creating these He's a traps. fucking genius, this John <laughs> Kramer. Fucking incredible, this man. <laughs> and I will say that even though I don't agree, like and I said, I don't want to have to cheer for this man, but I completely get the motivations because now he's yeah. showing up and Amanda's showing up with a list of all the people that they've ripped off. And this is a list of these people who this is their shot. They've given up every single dollar that they have to try to get this, whatever procedure it is to try to save their lives, to buy more time. You've taken advantage of the people who are most vulnerable in the world and just want to hang on. So I get the motivation for doing this. Now, at one point, the evil doctor, Cecilia, says, oh, I just outsmarted the, the, uh, the, what is he fucking, the goat, not the ghost face killer, the fucking, whatever jigsaw. the fuck, the jigsaw killer, like, and I'm going, what, like, is he that big news, like, around the world, like, like, we didn't mention this fucking once, and now you're like, oh, I fucking out, the I knew it, I knew he was the jigsaw guy all the fucking long, and now I, Cecilia Peterson, have outsmarted him, I did it, uh... and, like, it's just, like, shit like that, where I'm like, this is only supposed to be part two, so yes. this movie takes place in, I guess, 2000 and, I don't know, five-ish, I probably have the timeline wrong there a little bit. But the first saw came out in the early, yeah, right. So, early two thousands, and uh, also her phone. And I, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. But when I saw that she had this old white BlackBerry, I said, I don't think that phone existed at this <laughs> point. <laughs> now, um, someone will have to fact check me on that. But that's just me being neurotic and noticing something and saying, huh. I don't really remember that becoming a phone till probably around 2009. So that could be that. Um, this movie's just not for me. I understand people are going to like it. I, from everything I've heard is that the people who do enjoy horror, they are loving this movie. I've heard so much positive stuff, but I hate it. I hate it. I fucking hate it so goddamn much, but it's probably a triple main man. Uh, it's probably a triple main man because it's not a it's not a bad movie. It's just fucking gross to have to sit through. And my one biggest concern that I had in this movie, one of the big question marks for me that I thought was going to go left unanswered, actually does get cleared up in a mid credit scene. Ooh, because it. I was like, yo, like, yeah, all these people did this, but what happened to that fucking yeah. guy? Let's put right. John Kramer onto this surgery. That's right. The main and guy. And actually yeah. go back yeah. and handle that in the mid-credits. Yes. And you get a call back. That's uh that's the detective. Yes, the detective, Detective Hoffman. Yeah. He's great. Love him. Uh look, I love to hear this. Oh, Joe, did you like when the music kicked in? Remember? The doo -doo -doo? Did you get what I was trying to do? <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> I'm like, this is what he was trying to. This is how Goldman sings this music. You know, you you knew what I was. Come on, I, was, I don't know the song music like that. To me, it's not <laughs> like iconic, like the the Halloween. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> if you like saw, you love the saw music because like I said that that's how every movie ends with some kind of reveal, and it's like, oh shit, and that music plays, and that's how it wraps up. 
Uh, Joe, I'm probably going to go three here also because I really enjoyed the movie, but it does take a while to get going. The John Kramer stuff is very long. I didn't yeah. even realize the movie was two hours. When you say that, I'm like, oh, shit. I get that because I felt like, oh, man, this is like, you know, when we get in the Saw stuff, I was like, I get it. You know, I've seen a hundred different versions of Halloween, right? Everyone's doing Halloween, but everyone's always trying to, to mix it up. So I was like, maybe we're mixing up Saw. Maybe it's not going to be like that. But then it does. And then it's fantastic. It's wonderful. I feel if you like Saw movies, you like this movie. This is a regular Saw movie. It takes a while to get going, but then it's a regular ass saw movie that you're gonna be all oh, hooting and hollering at the nastiness. So I'm gonna give it a three. It's probably middle of the pack. If I have to rank, you know, saw movies, it's somewhere in the middle there. It's good. There's some good shit in there. So oof, baby. I'm I'm happy that you did you hated the gore of it, but the rest of it, you you know, you were on board. Like you were you weren't like, ugh, this fucking movie. It's just you can't handle that type of I, and I don't want to. Yes, and that's fine. Look, I never, I've done it like once or twice, right? Inside was pretty rough. Other than that, I'm not trying to show you rough stuff. Like rough, rough isn't fun because I know you don't like it and that's not fun. You're just going to shut off and like, I don't care about this. So yeah, I, and like I said, I did consider walking out of this movie. I was just like, I, I don't want to do this. If you told me you did, I I would agree. Like I said, I halfway thought, like, oh man, he really don't like shit like that. This is rough. Not at all. <laughs> So, you know, I'm happy you like this movie. This is very good. See, we're starting off good here. Very good. Next week, Joe, we're going to we're gonna bring on a friend here. I know how much you love your wheels. So I got some wheels coming up here for the next couple of weeks of spooky snake season. There's just so many choices to show you. I, I never know what to show you. <clears throat> so we're going to let the wheel decide. But hold on. These are good wheels. This wheel we're going to do this week, Joe, it's a good one. Oh, this we're doing a wheel a, this week. Yes, every week we got a wheel for the next, for the uh, the rest of it. Three wheels to wrap this up. Come on. You love wheels. Again, these are good wheels. This wheel, this week is modern classic. So these are movies that are supposed to be really good. You I'm showing you. and I have very different <laughs> interpretations of what a classic is. I'm going by what other people say because some of these I might like more than others. Some I might feel are more classics than others. But I'm letting you know the people decide. You know, high ratings, what people vote on for best stuff like that. So uh, I think I think we're gonna have a good week here. Let, let's pull up this wheel, baby. Let's get here. Let's see. Mm. I put eight choices on here. Some good stuff. Most of these are streaming on Max. With one or two exceptions, these I will put on the Twitch stream. But uh, it's a whole, it's lots of stuff, lots of different genres here. I'm excited to see what we land on. I'm excited to see. So let's spin this wheel. Where the hell's my thing? Here we go, spinning it. Oh, 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 okay. It's a good one. Here we go. All right. This is called it's ready or not. This is what it landed on. Of course, it's one of the ones that's not on Max. This is a Twitch This is show. a documentary about the Fuji's, correct? <laughs> no. This is a 2019 release. It is about, let's see, how do we describe this? Um a, a bride on her wedding night or close to I I think it's the wedding night has to play a game with the family, her new family. It's a game of hide and seek. 
but uh, takes a little dark turn here. I've, of course. No, no, but this is not a serious. This is more of a more in line of a silly. This is more of a silly type movie. It's not social, like you know. There's some horror stuff, but it's like this is not a rough movie. There's not of all the ones on the list. This is one of the the chill movies here. Okay, and where can we find this, Gomez? It's gonna be on the Twitch all weekend long. Twitch.tv slash Mez Movie. It's been out for many years. Maybe you guys have seen it already. If not, come on in, watch it with us. You know, Joe's gonna like this one. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, listen. I'm t- everyone on. Listen, I think you would have liked. I put eight on there. I think you probably would have liked six of the eight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm tr- listen. I'm always trying to show fun stuff. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier, Joe, when you tell me you love a movie, a horror movie that I pick. So that's my goal. I'm trying to show you fun stuff. Don't worry. Nothing I'm going to show you this year is something that I think you're going to be like, boo this man. You haven't been very happy over the past six or seven years, have you? Yes, I feel every year you like four out of the six. There's always two, but... The problem is, there's always something that I think you're going to love and then you hate. That's what happens. Okay? You love most of the stuff. Not love. You like most of the stuff, but then you hate something that I'm like, he's got to love this. This he's got to love. That's what makes me crazy. <laughs> so let's see if we can do it next week. Ready or not. Here we go. think it's going to be a fun one. It's a fun movie. That's it. Mm. That's next week, Joe. Come on, baby. Let's, Let's finish up, up this week. Let's wrap it up. It's now time for the big finish. Uh, all right, baby. It's time to spill the the wheel, the real wheel, right? We don't care about those other wheels. This the real the steel wheel, wheel starring it's... Hugh Jackman, who got absolutely. Did you? <laughs> Let's put. What hold happened? on. Let's put the wheel what down happened? for a second. All right. What happened? What happened with the wheel? Did away? you watch that gonna... Sunday night football game with the Jets and the Chiefs? I did not. I saw some okay. clips, but what happened? What, what's so, going on here? She, Taylor Swift, obviously, yes. they're showing her nonstop. And at some point, it gets to the point where it's like uncomfortable. Like, leave it's this girl much. alone. Yes. It's way too much. But she's in a booth with Deadpool, Wolverine, Blake Lively, Sophie Turner. They're all in this booth together. And Crazy. they act like none of those people have are anyone. There is not one mention like, oh, you know, and there's Ryan Reynolds with his wife, Blake Lively. Like, no, it's just it's Taylor Swift and friends. So funny. Like even the pregame, they show her coming through the security and she's got to go through a metal detector right behind her is Ryan Reynolds. And I go, I do a double take. I go, wait a minute. Is that is she with Ryan Reynolds and no one and right behind him was Hugh Jackman. And no one cared. Like they're stars. Those are stars. Those are movie stars. No, nope. no one cared. Nope. No one cares, bro. <laughs> There's only one star in the world. That's it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like I get it. She's. A, yeah, she, I get it. But like, to not even mention like Hugh Jackman. Other, <laughs> other people are famous too. <laughs> yeah. like, you would think the NFL would be like, oh my God, this is like 
Yes, the celebrity this is role also, at the Lakers yes. game. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yes. And it was just NFL like, know how to act. Taylor Swift with a whole bunch of, and then it's Mike Tirico all night trying to fit in every Taylor Swift song title into some play. And he's like, oh, it looks like the receiver found some blank space on that play. They mm, think they're clever. And then, and then once the Jets ch- tied it at 20, I made the mistake of going, eh, feels like they're 20. Two. <laughs> Stupid. Well, we're talking about football real fast. That Toy Story game, bro. Oh, oh my, my god, I loved god. it. It was so awesome. No, that was crazy. It's it was a mess, but I think it was fun. I can't wait to see what happens when they iron out the kinks. I think it's yeah. gonna be great. I hope they do it next year again. That was that was because so we, fun. You and I are in the minority that love the Nickelodeon one where they slime things. Yes, the, the best. Shit. Oh my god, I love the Nickelodeon. I they're probably still going to do it this year. I would hope. I, I believe for the playoffs, they're going to do a playoff game again. So yeah. I can't wait. I, like I said, th- there's obviously some kinks that need to be ironed out here, but the people I saw complaining about it, I'm like, you're 40 year old man. Like this is not for you. This is to get kids watching football and have fun and be different. Like no one cares what you think. Like really, pro- like genuinely, no one cares. The problem is the game was on ESPN Plus. Nobody got that, but everybody got Disney. Except me because of my bundle. <laughs> oh, it was good. Oh man. Good All right, shit. Let's spin this wheel. Let's get that wheel up. And let's spin it. Come on, I'm Let's go. Let's see. Oh, oh, nope. Nope. No Adam Sandler. Not even close this time. For once, the, the streak has ended. No, no Adam Sandler. But we got a good one here. Marvel Villains. Hmm. That's going to be fun here, Joey. Is it? Hmm. Here we go. So it could be any Marvel, because MCU. I was gonna say, if it's just the MCU, it's it's very very slim yeah. pickings. So I mean, if you want, you know, I just I figure we just do any any anything that's Marvel. You could say movie, comic, whatever makes you happy. All right. So in that case, my number one is gonna be Doctor Doom. Yo, that was my number one, bro. This Why? I used to have this pair of like isotoner gloves or whatever, or freezy freakies. They were the freezy freakies. They used to change color in the cold and shit. And I'd be like, oh, it's the glove of Dr. Doom. I don't know why I did that, but I did. I do it because I like some Fantastic Four comics that I always enjoyed. So Dr. Doom is great. Well, you should have gotten some freezy freaky gloves as a kid. And... Uh... <laughs> I love you. Ooh, let me think. Who else do I like? There's a couple. I mean, I guess if we mix it up through all space and time, right? I mean, I always loved Sabretooth on the X-Men uh, TV show, right? He was big and bad, always fighting Wolverine. So I always loved that shit. You know who's going to be mine then if we're thinking about that? Mr. Sinister. Oh, I, there I, you go. That's good. Yeah. About this, I talk about it all the time. That's I just thought he one. was the fucking coolest. Oh, that's a good one. And where, I mean, I guess... Because I was a 90s kid, right? So, you know, I was a big Venom guy. So I guess, I mean, but he's like a hero now. I mean, back then he was a bad guy, right? So I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Hmm. Uh, I don't know where to go with this next. Because I would think 
probably someone within like the Spider-Man verse, but he doesn't really have great villains. Uh, really, Spider-Man's greatest adversary is his own self-confidence. And he, is. he fights himself, yes. Yeah, and I you know, maybe Thanos, maybe Gal- I think Galactus is really cool looking, but I don't really like Galactus like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna say just because he's one of my favorite heroes, so I enjoy the villain. I'm gonna say the red skull as number three. Hmm, interesting. That's not bad. Red Skull's not bad. I like the Red Skull. All right. So, yeah, you know, I, I always think of Spider-Man. He does have fun villains, but I don't know if I would say any of them are my favorites, right? Like, he's got some good, you know, they're fun, they're cool. And if I don't say Venoms, I don't want to say Venom. So, you know, I'm going to say, mix it up so we got a little bit of everything. I'm going to say MCU Thanos. Thanos is great. Yeah, he's a great villain. Fine. So, I'll, I'll say that. There we go. We'll mix it in here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that list. I had Doctor yeah. Doom, I had Mister Sinister, and then closed it out with the Red Skull. So I'm happy with that. Yeah, Doctor Doom, Sabretooth from the TV show X Men, and then the MCU Thanos. That's a little bit of everything there. That's not bad. Thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this show wherever it is that you're listening to it. Or if you're watching on YouTube, remember to leave those five-star reviews. Leave plenty of comments down on the YouTube. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. Follow all my personal stuff. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads now on Blue Sky. Because I got an invite code from Gomez, so you can follow me every... Blue Sky sucks by the way, but that's it. Because no one's on there. There's no one's on there. You can't find anyone. It's fucking terrible. It's so stupid. Uh, So it's like you got to put in actual work to be able to find people to follow on Blue Sky and I ain't about that life. But I am the Joe Shoes on all of that stuff. Of course, you can help support by going to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes and buying a shirt or watching some videos on youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Mm-hmm. The Gomez154, Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky. And don't forget that's Twitch stream. We're showing Ready or Not, that big movie for the weekend, twitch.tv slash Movie. Come watch it with us. Yeah, come watch this modern classic, because I'll be the judge of that next week. But thank you guys for coming by this week. And until then, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace.